Hello, my friend. I am Sam Goldsmith, and this is Namaste Type A, the podcast for women who slay at some things and suck at others. Today, I am talking to my beautiful friend, Anna Trung. She is going to share with us some information about Namaslaying your social media account, um, specifically Instagram. Anna turned to Instagram when she transitioned to a vegan diet for food inspiration, and now she shares her own Vietnamese vegan creations, recipes, and tips under the handle The Tiny Kitchen. You can find her at The Tiny Kitchen on Instagram, The Tiny Kitchen on Facebook, or on her website, www.thetinykitchenessentials.com. Welcome, Anna. Thank you so much for having me for my first podcast ever. So welcome. Thank you so much. That's so exciting. Um, Anna, can we just get started by uh, just asking you to briefly share your story, including how you got started with the Tiny Kitchen idea and um, this tribe that's grown out of your Tiny Kitchen community? Yeah, of course. So I was pretty much changing to a vegetarian vegan diet and I'm a huge foodie. So I was getting really annoyed and frustrated that I couldn't eat everything that I wanted or get the flavours that I was craving. Um, my mum was an amazing chef, so I, I was always spoiled with food. So I became a really, really fussy eater, which is not good, but a blessing as well. Um, so basically, instead of accepting that I couldn't eat my favourite dishes, I took it as a challenge to recreate all my favourite dishes, make it vegan, but make it better and tastier than ever. So I turned to Instagram, which is where all the influences are. I learned a lot from all the influencers there. Um, and then eventually Cody, my partner, persuaded me to share my recipes, my creations online as well to pretty much help anyone who was in the same situation as me. Amazing. And now you've grown this huge kind of community around your beautiful food, which I have um, seen myself and I'm sure people will be scrambling to have a look at um, on Instagram right now. Anna, yeah. I really love that you describe your Instagram presence as unfolding really naturally and organically. Why do you think that happened uh, through your sharing and how do you think that um, you kind of were able to step into flow with that and grow your connection with your audience more? Yeah. So, I think that the main gift for me was the vegan community on Instagram is massive. It's exploding, literally. Um, there's just vegan food posts everywhere. So I kind of joined at a really good time. It's just like that niche that's trending at the moment. So, you know, you just need to find that trend. And then I started just posting food consistently. You know, people knew that they would come to my account for food posts. So the moment I started gaining traction on that, I realised I should probably take this a bit more seriously instead of just taking a random snap and posting it on. So I did my research about, um, you know, the algorithm, when to best post and all that. So just took it a bit more seriously, really. Yeah, I think that's raising two really critical points. One about really, you know, narrowing down on that niche and people knowing what to expect when they come to your page. And then secondly, knowing that it doesn't just happen by chance that you are actually creatively crafting that page and thinking about how you want to serve your community more by what you post. Yeah, it's so much work behind it, actually. Yeah, I'm starting to learn. <laughs> <laughs> 
And in our community, we've got a lot of women who are really going for it in terms of their businesses and their messages and their work. And I often hear them struggling with how to grow their following online and how to reach more people. Can you share just briefly why you think some people get it so right on social media and other people get it so wrong? So I think we just touched base on that just then in the other question. But I think what people don't realise is all the time and effort that goes into an Instagram account. So people want the results, they want the followers, but they don't want to put the work that's actually involved. And that makes the difference between someone who succeeds and someone who doesn't. Um, and I think that just applies to any kind of goal in general, because that, you know, the time and effort that goes behind the scenes, you know, you're actually taking a picture, you're editing every bit of it, every highlight, every shadow, you're exporting that out, you're posting it at the right time, you're planning your whole layout. I think most people plan, you know, at least a week in advance to make sure the whole feed flows. Um, and that scares a lot of people. So if you can't dedicate that time, you won't get that success really. Yeah, it's a great point because it applies to all kinds of, well, full-time business, but also people running part-time businesses and wanting to do things on the side that it's not just, it's just like anything. It's not going to just happen. It actually takes work and planning and commitment to follow through with, with all of that. Anna, I just yeah. wanted to share for me personally, stepping into a social media journey has actually been really quite a challenge. And before getting involved with the work that I do now, I was involved in private clinical practice and property development and a whole bunch of other things, none of which required any kind of social media presence. And I didn't really use social media as a consumer um, myself either. So when I first began sharing in this way, I struggled to find a way to show up authentically and to be myself on social media. Now I'm getting more comfortable with it, but I'm interested to hear what you think women should know or focus on to grow their social media authentically and in a way that really represents them and who they are. Yeah, so this isn't much of a helpful sentence, but just be yourself. You know, it's really cliche, but it's the truth. You just have to be yourself, just stick to who you are. Just remember, you know, your goals, your values, what you're trying to align yourself with. And, you know, anyone that does Instagram struggles with it. Like you see accounts with thousands and thousands of followers, but they'll post something and then just question like, did you guys like that? It was a bit different, but was that okay? And yeah, we're all just struggling and trying to represent ourselves, but having people accept who we are. So it's a really fine line. Um, and I think it's just really hard to translate who you are just through one photo, especially with Instagram. You post one photo, some people just do a couple emojis and that's all you know about them. They've done that photo and the emojis. But what you should be thinking about is utilising that caption space. So it's kind of like an ad space. Use that as a micro blog, write about it yourself, write about your day, ask questions, get people to interact with you. And that shares a bit of yourself as well. So people just need to realise that that is already there for them to utilise. And also stories. If you post on Instagram stories, um, it's really easy to capture who you are authentically as well. 
Yeah, just extending on that point, I wanted to ask you about the power of Instagram stories because we've just spoken about this recently in terms of showing more of who you are and showing up authentically in a way that doesn't have to be fully thought out to, you know, tie into every single thing that your brand is about. How, um, how do you think people can utilise that Insta story to help grow genuine connection with their, um, their followers? Yep. So I love Insta stories and I really think that it's not being appreciated enough. So, you know, I post every day on Instagram, but I think people need to realize that you should be posting every day on your stories as well. So, you know, not just one post, like make it a couple stories because people want to see a couple posts, but it just gives people an insight into your life. You don't have to focus too much on trying to make it pretty, but you know, just share your everyday life, show people who you are, that you're human and people love it. People are just naturally nosy and they like to know people um, and it just helps your engagement as well. So, you know, as an example, I've had an account that reposted my food and they have about 300,000 followers, but they're not, they're not that great with engagement. They don't share on their stories. They don't really comment that much. So when they reposted me, I only had about 80 followers follow me. But this girl, she's amazing. Um, she has only 20,000 followers. But she posts on her story every day. She sits in her car, talks about her day. And all she said was to follow me. And that expired within 24 hours. And I had 200 people follow me straight away because they followed her. And they felt like they knew her. So they were loyal to her. So, yeah, just the power of Instagram stories is crazy. Yeah, that's such a great story. And I, I, um, I know I'm putting you on the spot a little bit to ask this question, but I'm just wondering if you had some advice around how frequently people should be posting on their Instagram or on their Instagram stories. I know you said every day and that might be um, a shock to some people who are going to listen yeah. to this podcast are that, you know, I do post on my Instagram every day. I'm only just getting into it, as you know, but it seems to me like we should be posting at least every day. But what kind of posting protocol do you follow? So, you know, because I've done my research, I've done a lot of Instagram courses really, if you actually really want to grow your audience, the bare minimum is one post a day. I mean, if you, if you push for once every two days, it might not, it might work, but not be as effective, you know? Mm. So, um, every day I post and then I kind of, if you have, um, IG business stats, you need to look at your followers and then, you know, the perfect time to post. So for me, my best hours for my followers is at six or 9 PM. So every day I'm posting at six or nine consistently and then people are starting to follow that trend. They know that if they log on at that time, I'll have my new post up. But at the same time, I go straight to my stories and I share that I have done a post because, you know, people are watching my stories, but it doesn't mean that they can see my feed scrolling through because of the algorithm. So you just have to do that every day. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great point and great tips for, for listeners yeah. as well. Anna, many women who are listening to this podcast specifically identify with perfectionism and they hold themselves to really high standards and they're often running themselves ragged to do more and 
beating themselves up when they feel that they've fallen short. How do you think we can balance that in relation to social media in that everything's out there for the whole world to see on social media and finding that balance to show up with authenticity and realness while still being mindful of sharing and showing up in, in our best way or on our best day for our brand? I think the most important thing we should all remember is that at the end of the day, social media is everyone's highlight reel. You know, we're not going to share um, the bad things that happen today. People don't see that. People just scroll past it. So it's a highlight reel. It's not everyone's everyday life. And we need to remember that. And I think just as women, we always fall into a trap of comparisons and we beat ourselves up over it. And the way that I deal with it is just being present and conscious about it. So I think that when our mind wanders off and starts comparing ourselves to so-and-so, you know, we know that it's their highlight reel, but we're just not being conscious about that fact and that's how it gets to us. So I kind of do like a little mantra where it's kind of like, you know, that's her highlight reel. She's doing a great job. Her greatness takes nothing away from my own greatness she's her own person, I'm my own person and we're on different paths and then just carry on and kick ass in your little area and let her do her thing. Yes, I love that. I really want to, people to play that loudly because it's not just applicable to social media, it's <laughs> applicable to the whole expansion of our business and, you know. Yeah, I think that, it's everything. Yeah, totally. And there's always going to be somebody who's richer or someone who's thinner someone who's better at piano someone who's better at writing like you know the whole world there's always going to be somebody who does something better than us but we just have to do it in our own awesome unique way yep and it takes nothing away from who we are we just let it but literally it does nothing does nothing to you (laughs) absolutely Well, on that note, I would love to thank you so much for being part of this episode. And I'll just remind the listeners that I will be sharing your top three tips to Namaste, your social media account and make Instagram your friend over on my mailing list. So for those of you who are not subscribed, jump on to www.samanthagoldsmith.com, download a free copy of my ebook, and you can jump on that mailing list to receive all of the guests from the podcast secret source information that they share after the tape stop rolling. I'll just give Anna a chance to share her social media handles and her website one more time. Thank you so much for having me, Samantha. So if you guys want to look at my recipes and my creations, you can find me on Instagram at the full stop tiny kitchen or on Facebook as the tiny kitchen, or you can go onto my website and look at my recipes at the tiny kitchen essentials.com. Amazing. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. See you next week, guys.